Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Big basketball tonight. We'll get to all that coming up momentarily as we are live in Tuscaloosa. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and the whole crew spread out between here, inside the Malmore building on the campus of the University of Alabama, and back in Birmingham. Basketball is big tonight. But it's got a little SEC football media day feel today as we're in Tuscaloosa in the Alabama football building with the opportunity to talk with the head coach, the OC, and the defensive coordinator of the University of Alabama as they get ready to take the spring practice field on Monday. You know, there was a, well, I guess this is still uh, the way it is for the masses. We kind of judge uh, facilities on what you've got stadium-wise because, that's right. you know, we don't have a lot of this access. Like, yeah. I, I haven't been in this building in, I don't know, 20 years. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a long time. Um, you wonder, can you get a building that's nicer? It would be hard. I mean, everything that this building has needed to have been added on over the last 15 years has been the old green check mark, and they build it. I mean, downstairs, you've got those rehab pools. Um, you've got, uh, I think Little T was looking for some photos uh, to promote this, and she goes, oh, my God, they've got pools in there? And I'm like, hell, yeah, they, they've got everything. It's gold-plated pools, Little T. I mean, the bathrooms are beautiful. I know. No, it's it's a top-of-the-line building. But we all rode in different cars, and so I was looking for you guys, and I stumbled through the trophy room where you've got four Heisman trophies, you've got all 32 helmets represented, and you've got uh, a, a digital. That was the main trophy room. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't make it trophy room B or trophy room C. Oh, see, I mean, I, I I was wondering where they stored everything. Yeah, the Independence Bowl trophies yeah. there in the basement. But they've got a rotation going on, kind of a ticker, and 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 kind of where you would get the shield and every helmet, and it's yeah. got the players that were actually drafted by those organizations from Alabama, and it's it's just it, it's an amazing facility. It, it really is. I mean, again, seriously, anything. I think Alabama, when Nick Saban got here, they were behind facility. Well, I don't think that. I know that. They were behind facility-wise when Nick Saban got here, and Nick Saban quickly realized one of the um, main things about recruiting is facilities. I mean, this is what the players see every day. They go to the stadium, you know, what, 10 times a year, you know, for some scrimmages and some some actual games. Uh, they see this every single day. So this is what wins recruits over. That's right. Locker rooms. Yeah. And such at the stadium are, are important 10 times a year. Your locker room here, you're in every day. Your weight room here, you're in every day. Training room here, break rooms, film rooms, all that stuff. This is where uh, this is where it's at when it comes to recruiting. I, I wouldn't leave here. I'd take my classes uh, online. Yeah. Every now and then, I'd bob in just to see what was around, check out the surroundings. <laughs> yeah, um, Maybe yeah. meet that teacher face-to-face, bump right. up the letter grade. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm on the football team. Right? But I would spend the majority of my time here. There's no doubt about it. And look, look, this place is set up for success. You know, when you get transitions with other big programs, and I use Texas as an example, because obviously it wasn't working under Tom Herman. So Sarkeesian comes in, and you understand there's going to be a little bit of a grace period and acclimation and getting that program moving in the right direction. There's going to be zero excuses. Like, it's the expectation next year for Alabama fans, I would assume, is not only getting to a college football playoff, but making a little noise once you get to that college football playoff. And I think anything short of that, I think Alabama fans are going to be really, really disappointed. That's why I'm looking forward to talking to not only Kalen DeBoer coming up, he's scheduled to be with us around 1130 Central Time, uh, final hour of the show, if you're planning ahead with us. Uh, but also Nick Sheridan, uh, who has spent some time with him at a couple of stops. He'll join us. He'll be the first coach to pop in with us uh, at 10 o'clock Central Time to start hour two to see what kind of facilities they left at Washington which I would put probably high in college football. Yeah, Washington, to me, I don't know, now that they go to the Big Ten, I think you make an argument it's like an A-minus job, definitely a B-plus. Yeah. I mean, this is the A-plus-plus, but it's it's a really good job, and I would assume with all their money, they've got great resources and facilities. Because you know, Kalen DeBoer took this job without really ever setting foot on campus, right? So you don't you take the job, you're committed to be the Alabama head coach before you're coming here. Yeah. You just 
he just assumed that as Greg Byrne was pitching him on Alabama and, and talking about everything you need here, that the greatest coach of all time had pretty good film rooms and break rooms and locker rooms and pretty much anything he needed here at the University of Alabama. He didn't need to come kick the tires of this. Program. Well, look, he knew that you can win championships and what Nick Saban's been able to do. But look, I just booked a place on Verbo this week and I need to see those pictures. Now, a lot of that time is misleading. Do you think you send over a package if you're if you're Greg Byrne and like, hey, look, this is what the facilities look like? It's a Verbo package like, here's the weight room. I, I don't know. I get sold on those things. We got yeah. sold a bill of goods in hey. Sherman Oaks. That's, that's the thing I've learned on Verbo is anybody can make a house look good. Anybody can make any house look good. I mean, you take pictures from the right angles. You clean them up a little bit. Any house looks good. You got to be super careful on those Airbnb and Verbos. That's one reason, like, you know, hotel, I pretty much know what I'm getting based on the name on the outside of the hotel, right? Verbo, it is a crapshoot. Now, I've had some really good ones, too, though. I've had some where it lived up and maybe even exceeded what I saw in the photos. You agree. When we went to Rose Bowl from Michigan and Alabama and we stayed in Sherman Oaks, it what looked like kind of a palace. Yeah, we, we got the best day of photos they ever had. Ever. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so we we bought into what looked to be an A, and it was more of a C. Yeah. Is that fair? And those photos were probably taken in 2013. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah. They were not new. That empty chair right there is where Nick Sheridan, the offensive coordinator, will join us at 10 Central. Kane Womack will be in that chair at 1045 this morning, the defensive coordinator. And Kalen DeBoer will come in at 1130 Central time. And who knows who will walk in between now and then. You never know, but... We'll talk some basketball and some other things going on uh, in football, including some interesting odds that we'll jump into in the very next segment on just to make the college football playoffs. Nine teams are at minus odds, which means they're favorites. And then the rest of college football is at plus odds. We'll break that all down coming up in segment number two today on the show that's being brought to you by a couple of great folks. One of them, New York Butcher Shop, the fine folks who help us enjoy our weekends. Yeah, rare quality, well-done service. If you're looking for the finest in fillets, ribs, chicken, uh, those huge deli sandwiches, get in and see Jim at one of those two great locations, the original Ikaba Heights, the newest location, Highway 119 in Greystone. They've got a great selection of fine wines and desserts. One-stop dinner shop, two locations. It's the New York Butcher Shop. And also our friends at Johnson RV Center, johnsonrvcenter.com. Spent some time with them, Brownie, this past weekend at the RV show down at the BJCC. We did, and RV show pricing continues, Dunaway. Even though the RV show is over, they will continue the pricing there uh, throughout the month of February. We got one more day of February after today. One uh, more. That's it. That's going to be a bonus day. It's a bonus day. Bonus day of February, but uh, Johnston RV. You can uh, get that RV show pricing still there on the lot. I-65, exit 304 in Coleman, 334 indicator. You can always find them online, johnstonrvcenter.com. That is johnstonrvcenter.com. We always remind you that uh, RV Warranty Forever covers the lifetime warranty on everything they sell that is new and under two years of age. Lifetime warranty there at Johnston RV Center. See more. I-65, exit 304 in Coleman, where you're still getting that RV show pricing. Also, 334 in Decatur and always online johnstonrvcenter.com all right rockstar let's talk a little basketball only cuts one in three as we get going here tonight it's a great double header for you on espn2 to sit back and watch auburn early and then alabama late in two meaningful sec championship race games tonight and we'll start first with bruce pearl uh, head coach of the auburn tigers six o'clock is there on the road at tennessee in the ap poll it's number 11 versus number four uh, with Auburn 11 and Tennessee four. In Ken Palm, it's Auburn five, Tennessee six. So a meaningful game with huge NCAA seeding implications, especially if Auburn can get a road win at Tennessee. Here's Bruce Pearl on the magnitude of this game tonight in Knoxville. It's almost March, and we're still playing for championships. Um, there just aren't many teams in the country that can say that, particularly in a league this good. There are six teams right now in our league that are within a game or two of first place. Um, and so every game now, uh, home or on the road, are, are, are precious. Uh, Tennessee, I think, has been, I've been saying all along, I think they're the best team in the league. Um, well, and I haven't played them yet. So we're fixing to find out. They're one of the best defensive teams in the country. You know, last I think we went up there last year and it was a 46-43 rock fight. Our defense has been good. Um, it'll have to be 
at its very best, and it'd be uh, it'd be great if we could keep making shots. Yeah. Now he said something there that I think people forget. They went up there last year. It was a forty-six, forty-three rock fight with a shot clock. <laughs> with a shot clock, it was forty-six, forty-three. That's hard to do. These are two of the better defensive teams, not only in the SEC but in the country. I don't know what the over/under is tonight. Uh, but it's hard for me, no matter what it is, to play the over in this contest. Well, look, this is a team that is thirteen and one at home. They achieved their highest ranking, and things got interesting in the SEC this past week with Alabama losing. Now Alabama and Tennessee are tied for first. Um, Jalen uh, Jalen Williams is going to be the biggest question mark. You know, he's going to travel with the team. Is he going to play or not? Uh, for them to get the win without Jalen this past weekend, Chad Baker Mazzara really stepping up, having a season high twenty five. Um, you know, that was a great moment for Auburn. I just don't think in this situation without Jalen Williams, you can win this game. Yeah. As he said, it's got a March feeling to it. It really does because of the SEC regular season implications, which obviously Bruce Pearl takes very seriously. It is very, very difficult for Auburn to win the conference without the win here. It's going to be, I mean, they're going to have to thread a needle if they cannot get this win tonight to still win the conference. Now they're going to be helped by the fact that Alabama and Tennessee play Saturday. So that will pick off a team that is still in front of them, but it is still, it's a tall order if you can't win this one to win the conference. There is a path. Auburn's got the best path, but still, you would like to grab this one in terms of winning the Southeastern Conference. That's six o'clock tonight. Then Bama in first place on the road at Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss is one of those teams that are on the outside looking in, uh, one of the next four out, according to Lenardi's bracketology. 8 o'clock tonight, ESPN2, Chris Stewart and the gang on the Crimson Tide Sports Network, uh, if you want to listen to that. But here is Nate Oates talking about mentality when it comes to defense. They've got a couple of practices in since the uh, disaster defensive effort up at Kentucky. Can they buy in defensively on the road tonight at Ole Miss? Here's Nate. What kind of ownership do you sense the guys are taking in defense? Yeah, I mean, it's... I think they were embarrassed. It'd be hard not to after giving up 117. So I'm embarrassed that team I coach was that poor defensively. But, you know, it it's, comes and goes uh, with the ownership. It's, you know, you get embarrassed, play really hard. I told them it's got to become who you are. Can't be you get motivated after a bad outing. And so, you know, they're motivated right now because they just gave up 117. We'll see. If we face a little adversity tomorrow, how long the motivation lasts and can they make it become who they are rather than just, you know, short motivational, I'm going to play hard because I got embarrassed the last play or the last game or the last four minutes. So I do think they enough of them care, but we'll see if they care enough to make a, a lasting change. A little bit of a manhood game tonight for Alabama. Yeah, I mean, I will be extremely disappointed in Alabama's leadership if they don't have one of, if not the best defensive performances of the season tonight. I mean, you you got semi-embarrassed against Florida, but you won the game. You got outright embarrassed against Kentucky. And if your leadership doesn't step up and fix that internally without NATO having to say a word, I you know, you've got some leadership issues. I mean, the the veterans on this team, um, the Mark Sears of the world and the Aaron Estradas of the world, the guys that have played a lot of basketball have got to step up and fix this internally as best you can. I mean, it, to some extent, Lance, they are who they are defensively. But, I mean, if they are not giving extreme effort defensively every single play, that is very, very concerning about this team. Yeah, look, offense we know is not a problem. You had six guys in double figures this past weekend. You surpassed 80 points for the eighth consecutive game, but you give up 117, and we've – had two examples. I brought this up of coaches calling out their team. John Calipari, they responded. Yep. Rick Patino, they responded. Nate Oates has now done it. We'll see how they respond. It's really interesting, though, because Ole Miss, like most teams, really good at home, but they've lost five of six overall, and they go from being a three and a half point favorite against a good South Carolina team this past weekend at home to being a five-and-a-half-point underdog against Alabama. I mean, that's a nine-point swing. Well, statistically, again, I'll point out, their defense statistically is worse than Alabama's. And I know a lot of people look at scores and say, well, that doesn't make sense. But statistically, they're a worse defensive team than Alabama by a decent margin. I I bet they're not Knoxford, though. 
Well, I mean, I think any team's obviously going to be better at home. I don't. It's a great point. You're talking yeah. about uh, one of those metrics where how a team plays defensively at home as opposed to defensively on the road, offensively at home, offensively yeah. on the road. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll grant you that, but I don't know that it closes the gap enough. I mean, you're talking about the best offense in America they're about to play, according to Ken Palm. Yeah, look. Best offense efficiency in America. you got to be much better at home if you're I, Ole Miss. I did not see this number coming where it is. I mean, I've seen it as high as six and a half. I think it'll settle around five and a half. That's, that's a big road number when you're no talking doubt. about a team that is on the bubble right now with Ole Miss and Alabama coming off a 22-point loss. Uh, I was surprised where it came at, but that tells me that Vegas says Alabama should win this game. They should, but this is absolute desperation for Ole Miss. This is probably their, if they're going to get to the NCAA tournament, this might be their ticket. So you wonder, I mean, that can affect you more than, I mean, (laughs) you got so much mental here, right? Ole Miss, their mental deal is trying to get in the NCAA tournament by beating Alabama. For Alabama, their mental is, we got to play better defense, and they've got to have the veteran leadership step up and fix that. UAB at home tonight as well, 7 o'clock against Wichita State. You can go back wherever you get our podcast, video or audio, and hear our interview yesterday with Andy Kennedy on the show about that game 7 o'clock tonight as UAB tries to hold on to the two-seed in the American. One more thing to get to in this opening segment um, about NIL that came down at the end of the show yesterday. I messed up by not getting it in at the end. I should have, but we'll do it right here off the start. But tell us about Hemp Hill. They were out at a couple of our viewers' places yesterday. I think they were a little tease, little tea, Hemp Hill out there yesterday. Nope. <laughs> got that confused. <laughs> got, anyway, hey. Got one of these. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they've been a lot of different places. I've actually called them out three times for different people in the last uh, three, four weeks. 205-229-2090. That is the number you need to call. Since 1954, for all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs, call Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys there. Hard to stop a train. For more information, HempHillServices.com. Listen, I'm human. I I covet other things. I shouldn't, but there's sometimes I'll look at somebody and I'm like, God, I wish I had their hair. <laughs> or God, I wish I had their abs. abs. Or I wish I had their house or their car. Never, you, never really coveted an NIL deal before. Right. Until Jackson's Darts NIL deal yesterday comes down. I hadn't seen it. Oh, it, you've not seen this? It is with You're going to love it. It must be great. I mean, I asked it Martin before, right? Oh, this is uh, better. It's with Nichols Air, and he gets the use of a private jet a certain amount of hours a year for personal use, for uh, training use, uh, to help with his charities, whatever he needs to do. Little private jet NIL. Now, now we're talking on something that interests wow. me because I've got a nice car. Well, this is what you know? this is what your dad he carries you to little league and he takes you to practice and he throws in the backyard with you. This is this is his benefit now. Yeah, like son, you really don't need to be flying yeah. all these places. You know, your mom and I really want to go to the beach. Look, in Jackson Dart, you guys know from his. First time I ever saw him in Pullman against Washington State for USC. I'm a Jackson Dart fan. I don't know if he deserves a jet. Well, I'm, just by going on three sports, that um, evaluation that they put together, which is not a real number, it's just an evaluation that they use where you can fun gauge. to look at. Though yeah. he he is seventh or eighth or ninth in quarterback. Yeah, that's about right, though. Yeah. I mean, I would say that if you did top ten quarterbacks coming into twenty twenty four, probably would have him in the top ten, but he'd be in the back half. Right. Yeah. Can I make a point about this though? Uh, when I say you're going to fly somewhere in a jet, you don't own the jet, but you're going to do one of those, you know, timeshare things or whatever they call it. Give me the brands you think of. Oh, Will's up. Will's up. That's yep. going to be very prominent on game day. And you see it a lot on, and you see net jets a lot on the PGA tour. And then I've seen one with a guy from, um, oh, what's that show where people like try to convince you to uh, shark tank. It's like Badgett, B-A-G. Okay, is but Brown, I, is the Brown about to go Nichols Air? Is like the Jet Blue of no, Jets? no Brown's about to go. I'd never heard of Nichols Air until this deal, so it's not the worst deal for yeah. Nichols Air. I mean, remember when remember when Milo's Iced Tea got national yeah. recognition when they signed on early on with the Alabama and Auburn player on the very very first few days you could do nil. Oh yeah, they were one of the first of the game. Yeah, yeah. they got Sports Center. You know, and there were a lot of people. You know, in Idaho's like, I don't know what Milo's is, but funny well. You know, in yeah. the uh, I was thinking about this last night. I was watching. I was in bed. I was trying to fall asleep, and I was watching a show called Heist on Netflix. It's a new, um, and I only saw like fifteen minutes of it. But the reason I bring it up, I think the first story is about a chick that worked for like Brinks and she did uh, an inside job and stole like 3 million cash. 
But it just shows her and her boyfriend in a private jet. And all I could think about was that episode of Succession, the final season, where Alex Skarsgård uh, goes on to uh, Shiv's jet. And he's like looking at it and he's like, he's basically criticizing the yeah. jet. Yeah. And like, at what level do you get to when you can actually criticize I know. a jet? And that's all I could think about. Like, if we ever had a jet, it would be like the back to like properties down at the beach it would yeah. be like the old wallpaper like they hadn't decorated it's got like seahorses on the wall since the 1970s that's like, the kind of jet we would have like dunaway would have to you know he'd have to do the prop like that and get it started yeah i'd have to roll our windows down oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to push it out on the tarmac but apparently not uh jackson dark good for him though i mean how many hours does he get does it say i haven't uh, seen that part yeah it's in the fine print i didn't get to that i know this we're that time of year now where coming back from God's country, 30A, on a Sunday, that you can hit that traffic right there. Better Sunday than Saturday. Yeah, yeah. or Saturday, whenever the, the traffic day is, when you're out of the, the condos. You're going to want that jet? Boy, that jet back from 30A, you'd be back in 45 minutes instead of getting stuck in that traffic. Mm. I bet Jackson Dart could make it from Oxford to Cabo on a private jet in less than three hours. I mean, that sounds about right. I mean, that's what I would yeah. say, though. I'd yeah. be like, okay, uh, I like the NIL deal, but let's put I kinda, this to the test. I want to be able to really endorse you guys. That's right. I yeah. want to try the product first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what does it hold? It holds 11 or 12. Okay. Then I'm going to bring 10 of my friends. We're going to go to Cabo. Yep. You drop us for a weekend. Perhaps you've heard of Ole Miss Coets. Yeah. Or you could just do this. It's Saturday, the early game. So, you leave after the 11 o'clock kick. You go to Cabo. Your Sunday's the day off. Then you fly back in time for practice on Monday. I'll see you boys at practice. I'm headed to Cabo. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if, if Lane Kiffin would give a thumbs up and then endorse yeah. it. Yeah. Lane would say you hey, got to played well. Yeah. You know, just just don't, Lane, don't get hurt. Lane would be breaking down film on the Cabo jet. On yeah. Yeah, that's right, on the jet. He wouldn't yeah. be breaking down film. He'd be sending out tweets. Yeah. Just <laughs> popping those things left <laughs> and right. Lane would be like, Jackson's, okay. Jackson's not available for interviews on Sunday. He's in training. Yeah. So, uh, so, Jackson, Jet holds 12. That is right, Coach. All right, so it's me, you, and that leaves room for 10 co-eds. Yeah. yeah. All right, so good good for Jackson Dart. A pilot wouldn't even fly, be looking back. What's going on here? Uh, LT's got four downs. Also, um, you know, Greg Sankey, every time he's on the show with us. It's if been L- a while, by the way. If Greg Sankey, well, the last time he was on, he was on with us for two hours. Yeah, that's true. We got a lot in that day. Yeah, I don't know if there's I, anything I know. left to talk to Greg Sankey about. Today. We're coming up on eight, eight months. Oh, we'll circle back around. He's been a little busy this week trying to uh, plot the the future of college athletics. Uh, but every time Greg's on, if LT does not have a list for him, he gets a little upset yep. that LT doesn't have a list for him. Well, when Kalen DeBoer joins the show after 1130, LT has a list for him to wrap up the day with. So we'll do some serious conversation with Kalen and then a list for, uh, you, did you ever do one with Coach Saban? You did, didn't oh, yeah. you? No, I, I don't think so. But I, I have noticed Saban's biggest influence on this building. Which is? And that's the height chart over there. He got it. He got it. It's misleading. It's an inch off. So I don't know if Saban's like you, where he lists himself at like 5'10", but he's really like 5'8 and a half. Like yeah. You like yeah. to say you're six feet, but we know you're 5'10 and a half, 5'11". Well, 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 that, that thing's got me at 6'4", and there ain't no chance uh, I'll that's, that's media guy height. I was going to tell you earlier that I, we had an incident where I went and stood beside it. And to show you how, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm a C student. I'm not smart. You know, this. we're all C students. And so I get over there and cause you know, I used to say I was six foot and then you beat me down to where I said I was five, 11 and a half. Can I see the driver's license? So just let me see it. Then I was five, five, 11. I'm probably still six foot on the driver's license. I don't have it with me. Because I've always said the women lie about the weight on the driver's license. Men, men lie, lie about, about the height. height. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I was over there, and I was by the chart, and I was looking over at it, side-eyeing it, trying to see what it was, and I could only see 5'8". And I was like, this isn't right. And then our buddy Josh Maxson pointed out, and he's like, you realize, dumbass, that your eyes are here, the top of your head's here, right? You got that Peyton Manning forehead. That you've got more height. They were saying I was closer to 5'11 than I thought it was. It looked six. It looked six feet, but you were to the sides. Well, I mean, this is an inch off, though, so 5'11 makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So this isn't official combine? No, this is... It's an inch off. A full inch off. It's a full inch off. Damn it. I was feeling really good at where I was. All right, when we come back, uh, betting odds to make the college football playoffs. Some surprising numbers for a few. 
We'll look at that and talk more college football. Auburn was on the practice field yesterday. So was Missouri. Bama and LSU go out next week. So does Florida. A little football as we get ready to uh, talk Alabama football, the final two hours of the show, right here on the next round, which is being brought to you in part today by our wonderful friends with the Sports Betting Alliance, LT. Uh, Big Bill right now in the uh, state government down in Alabama. Yeah, excited about this. Your voice can be heard. Um, Been talking to a lot of different people that have actually called their state senator. Still waiting for my phone call back on Friday. They haven't called back yet. No, but you know what? I expected them to call back. Well, he yeah, said, I left okay. him a message. He I said, said I just wanted to talk about yeah. this. You know, if you got an issue, sometimes you feel like you can actually discuss this with your local politician. But look, uh, a lot of people out there, we've heard from you for years. Now you've got an opportunity where the Alabama State Senate is going to soon decide if you get the right to vote on lottery, casinos, and sports betting. They need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama one of only 12 states where you can not legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them yes on the lottery and gaming bill. You can call 334 is the number 261-0800. That's 334-261-0800 for more information, sportsbettingalliance.org, paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Follow Scott Forrester on Twitter at Scott Forrester TV. Man, I love a good meal. I'm Jim Dunaway. A good meal is what you get with my friend Sterling at Champy's Chicken on Highway 119 in Alabaster. We're talking great southern fried chicken, wonderful sides, hand-cut chicken fingers, poor boys, and those Mississippi Delta recipe tamales. You've got a perfect menu for everybody. Champy's Chicken is perfect for watching the big game or taking a meal to the lake house, down to the coast, or stay in the restaurant and dine in in a great atmosphere. It's all made fresh to order right there on 119 in Alabaster, Champy's Chicken. Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, mydrytech.com. That is mydrytech.com. Just because you've quit going to the gym, it doesn't mean that you have to quit gym altogether. Dunaway, that is. With our next round podcasts open 24-7, 365, you can access gym anytime you'd like. While you may have done away with your treadmill routine, our version of Dunaway is standing by ready to get you back to your absolute best. Find all that lovely Jimmy D-led content on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and in the podcast section of nextroundlive.com. This message is sponsored by Jimmy Crypto Inc. and Jimmy Crypto for President. Did you know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and that it affects men and women equally? If you're older than 45, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Also, 6th Annual Rump Shaker 5K coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. You can register online, rumpshakerinc.org. You never know what we're up to here at the next round. The easiest way to stay in the know with our antics and adventures is to follow the next round across all social media platforms at Next Round Live on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Whether it's Dunaway sleeping in the studio, Tim and Lunsford breaking down the latest movie release, or Game Day Chronicles, we are here to keep you updated on the latest sports news while, of course, having just a little bit of fun. Follow at Next Round Live across all platforms to join in. Sports fans, Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It's paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Again, sportsbettingalliance.org. All right, back with you in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Athletics Director Greg Byrne is going to join us as well a little bit later on this hour. Four downs in a moment in this segment. We're going to talk college football playoff odds to make the playoffs. And you say you've got the nine teams that are minus, that are favorites. Uh, as you uh, 
think about that. I'm about to tell you about urology centers, but think about it in the context that remember some of those you got automatic bids for a couple of conferences that could impact the odds. Not necessarily the nine. Yeah, and I, I, I'll, nine t- I'll, I'll tell you how I feel about that. Yeah. All right. So uh, our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama want to remind you that staying on top of everything uh, physically going on in your life as a man as you get older so important, and that's why they're here to help. Thirty-five urologists, sixteen locations across Alabama, treating all your, of your urological needs from prostate health all the way to kidney stones and everything in between, go to urologycentersalabama.com, urologycentersalabama.com today to set up that appointment. All right, I'll, I'll let you try to guess the uh, the nine that are minus odds, which are favorites to make the college football playoffs, 12 teams this year. And I'll tell you if you're wrong, give me your nine. And yeah, I think there's going to be five or six that are really easy. And then I'll get to your point on the automatic bid for the uh, the conferences. Uh, so we're going to go Georgia. We're going to go Ohio State. We're going to go Texas. Let me say yes okay. first, okay? Georgia, yes. Ohio State and Texas, yes. Slow it down. I think we're going Oregon. Oregon is yes. I think Alabama's yes. Uh, Alabama's a no. More on that in a moment. Wow. Uh, then I would have to go. I said that, and the building did not collapse. It okay. did not. That was go a good ahead. test right there, Jimmy. Is Michigan a yes? Uh, Michigan is a yes. I don't see how with that schedule. Yeah, Boy, we looked at that schedule yesterday. That's brutal. And, and we've seen Alabama with attrition before and yeah. losing a ton to the NFL, and they bounce right back. We haven't seen this with Michigan no. yet. And they lost a coach. But you know how the these odds are on reputation and and just feeling with the betting public. Michigan won the national championship. Sharon Moore was part of that coaching staff. They didn't have what appeared to be the mass mass exodus after the coaching change. And it was very, very different played in the media here in Tuscaloosa, right? So you could see where the streets would feel differently about Michigan, even though those of us that are in the know don't think Michigan is going to be a shoe-in even to make the playoffs. Yeah, one of the easiest things a couple of years ago in this exercise would have been Clemson out of the ACC, but I'm going to say Florida State is that team in the ACC. Florida State is is a is a favorite. Okay, I cannot believe that Ole Miss is going to be a favorite over Alabama, but based on schedule, Ole Miss has got to be one of these nights. Ole Miss does not have minus odds. Okay, well, good. Yeah, here are the other ones. <laughs> Clemson is in there with Florida State, so you got two ACC teams that are at minus odds. So that, but that's just that's hedging your bets, right? They're not saying they think both those will make right, it, but they know right. one of those will make it. That's yeah. right. Uh, Kansas State has minus odds, and Utah has minus okay. odds. Okay. Well, here was what I was going to bring up for the Big 12. Like, I think one of those two teams will win the Big 12, but I don't think the Big 12 necessarily gets two in. So, right. from a gambling perspective, the way I would play this is you try to figure out which team is going to win the Big 12. You're going to get plus odds on the team to win the Big 12. And to me, you've got to win the Big 12 to get in. So why would you lay a minus odd to get into a college football playoff when I can play, you know, Utah plus 250 to win the Big 12? Yeah, so those are all the minuses. Again, if you're riding around and didn't see that or hear that, Ohio State, Georgia, Oregon, Texas, Clemson, Florida State, Kansas State, Michigan, and Utah, all with minus odds from bet online. And this is when it opened, I would imagine, instantly, some of these change. Now the ones that are at plus odds. Miami's the first team at plus 100, another ACC team. Wow. Then Ole Miss. At plus, I do think Miami. You did. You said year. it the other day. Yeah. Then Ole Miss at plus 175. Arizona at plus 200 with Penn State at plus 200. Tennessee at plus 200. Still haven't gotten to wow. where we are. Wow. You get value for the first time in a generation basically for Alabama. Alabama 9 to 4 odds to make the playoffs plus 225, the same odds you get with Louisville to make the playoffs. Where's LSU? LSU comes after that. Kansas, LSU and Notre Dame are all plus 250. Boy, yeah. Tennessee, that is so interesting. So so that high. So Notre Dame was going to be one of the final ones that I was going to throw in there. Uh for Alabama, though, to be plus 225, so their win total right now is 10.5. Why would you not play the plus 225? 9.5 was the win. Is total. it 9.5? Yeah. I think that's right, yeah. But still, if we go over 9.5, yeah. at 10 and 2, they're getting in. So why would you not play the plus 225? Again, there are angles here that you can play and get much more value. I think that's a lot of value, though, because Alabama, to me, is 9 or 10. And I'll play plus 225 for them to get that 10th win. On the percentages to make the playoffs, that's 30% for Alabama and Louisville at 30%. Everybody I've said before that are higher. 
just some interesting ones after that. Um, I told you with Kansas, LSU, Notre Dame at plus 250. NC State, Texas A&M, and USC at plus 500. So you see a big jump yeah. from that to this. And I do think USC is one of these teams you can take a flyer on this year. I mentioned this yesterday. They're 25 to 1 to win the Big Ten, 50 to 1 to get into the college football playoff. Uh, you know, this is a very important year. And would you guys really be shocked with USC speed if they could flip this around? No, 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 no. And win a yeah. lot of games. Everyone's high on Missouri. If you're looking for a value, plus 550 when this opened, bet online. Missouri and that's to just make, to make the playoffs. Just to make yeah. the playoffs. Uh, Texas Tech also 550. If you follow the history of the Big Ten and just theory of large numbers, if you think the Big Ten is going to get four in, Iowa at plus 700 could be some value. Yeah, well, yeah, we no, don't have divisions anymore. That yeah, kills no, Iowa. No thanks. Iowa yeah. State's plus 700. Oklahoma State left behind in the Big 12. They will at least get one team in at plus 800. Then comes the Auburn Tigers. At plus 900 with Hugh Freeze, uh, that's a 10% chance of making the playoffs. Well, I said year two was going to be that year for Hugh Freeze, but with Peyton Thorne, I just I don't see a 10-2, and two, but maybe. And just just um, of the other odds I get here, there are one, two, three, four, five teams that Auburn's ahead of. Better chance of making the playoffs according to Bet Online. The first one is another SEC team. That is a name brand that's been a part of more playoffs than they've not been part of, and that's Oklahoma. Oklahoma's ten to one plus one thousand to make a playoffs, and Auburn's nine to one. You know who Vegas doesn't like? Uh, Brent Venables. Do not. We'll talk to (laughs) Caitlin DeBoer later on. Washington ten to one odds to make the playoffs. The most shocking thing thing to me outside of Alabama is where Michigan is. Like, how can you have? Because this really comes down to coaching. If Nick Saban was coming back with this roster. Alabama would that win total would be eleven and a half or ten and a half. Um, they would be in the top three to make a college football playoff. And now that a guy that is coached in the national championship game this past year is got worse odds than Sharon Moore and Michigan, who's losing sixteen players to the NFL. Yeah. Um, tell us about our friends at A-plus, and then we'll do our four downs here and then talk with Greg Byrne coming up on the other side. So A-plus style home remodeling is uh, who redid the master bathroom and the brown house. So when we bought it, we knew we wanted to uh, update it. We didn't like the darker color or lighter colors. We wanted darker colors. So my wife scoured the Internet, find the right person for the job. She talked to people that had used certain contractors, talked to contractors themselves. She picked Brad Bell. Now, Brad at A-plus Tile Home Remodeling also specializes in kitchen remodels and master bedroom closet remodels, which you're seeing on video there if you're watching us. That's one he recently did. You see my bathroom before and after on video all the time. It is uh, just tremendous work that his crew did. I could not be happier with it. They did exactly what they told us in the time they told us they were going to do it. Clean, efficient, on time every day. Here is Brad's number anywhere in Alabama. He can help you. 205-422-1758. 205-422-1758. Brad Bell, A-plus tile, home remodeling. Four Downs is brought to you by Slice. LT will tell us about Slice after Four Downs. We always start Rockstar with our first down today. LT has those for us. Hit it, my man. First down. Now, this is going to be based on an if-when, but if and when Justin Fields gets traded, more wins in 2024, the Bears or Justin Fields? If he gets traded, they're taking Caleb Williams. Yeah. Um, So that depends on if you think Caleb Williams can be C.J. Stroud, you know? I mean, we've seen it with C.J. Stroud. I would say, I think if Fields gets traded, he probably goes to a team that is very close to a playoff team. So I think I will go Justin Fields. Uh, yeah. If he gets traded, I think he goes to Atlanta and I think yeah. they make the playoff. Well, yeah, I would think Atlanta would make the playoff with Fields. But you got to look at this, too. wonder if you go to a place, let's just throw out like L.A. Uh-huh. And you sit one year behind Stafford. Yep. Like, I think Fields needs to play, but that would be a possibility. Yeah. Kirk, but I mean, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is up in the air, too. So Minnesota is a possibility. Yeah, anyway. I, I'm going to lean Fields. Though. Okay. Second down. More total wins in 2024. The Kansas City Chiefs regular season or Alabama all games? Um, I think the Chiefs are starting to show as Super Bowl champions back-to-back a little cracks in the armor. Um, You saw that in the regular season this past year. Uh, All games, uh, I'll take Alabama. I'll say Kansas City regular season with 10. 
and I'll take Alabama with north of 10. I mean, it's just impossible to believe they could continue that machine. I'm kind of with you on that one. It's just at some point they're going to have an off year. And They've I, got to. I think we saw a little bit of that this past year. You did. With, yeah. uh, with them just realizing what they have to do to get to the playoffs. And um, they, they're at an age now, I don't think that the Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and those guys can go out there and have a 12-13 win season. You know what I think it is? I think they're bored. Yep. I really do. Yeah. When you go back and you watch them on Christmas against the Raiders, they just didn't care. And once they got to the postseason, I mean, you they know. it up. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and I don't think they can do that again. I'm going to say Alabama, though. I wouldn't have the Chiefs in the playoffs. I mean, uh, in the uh, Super Bowl. At all. Oh, okay. Third down. Uh, Luka Doncic. All of 25 today. Jeez. If I ask you the better career when it's all said and done, I'll throw out Caleb Williams, sight unseen, but he does have a Heisman Trophy in his pocket. Williams or Luca? I'll go Luca. Um, I've already know. seen him on a professional level. I don't know if Luca will ever win a championship. This may be his best Mavericks team he's ever had. So they could be good this year. They could they could be the Western Conference champs this year. Um, I'm worried about Caleb Williams. Not his skill set, but the the businessman he is. He's already made ten million dollars in nil uh, in marketing before he's even drafted. I'm gonna go Luca. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget. And there's you know, Caleb Williams has already become a polarizing guy, and I guess that's what happens with greatness. But people don't realize how bad his offensive line and his defense were. I think people do realize how bad the defense was, but how bad the offensive line has been the last couple of years. So it depends on where he goes, but I am going to say Luka, too, because I think he's one of the top five right now. Third down. Okay, I don't know if you guys are going to recognize the name. Allie Larder is 48 years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, From uh, the OC? No. (laughs) Okay, I'll tell you the scene. I was going to ask you, more impactful scene for you. We brought up Jaws with the meltdown yesterday. The Jaws, the iconic poster behind Tim Melton on that that set. The the scene where you first see Roy Snyder, where he's uh, he's chumming, and the first time you see the shark. What's yeah. more impactful, that shark scene or Ali Larder in the whipped cream bikini in Varsity Blues? Oh, that's okay. why I couldn't figure out. I mean, as a child, I think you know the answer to that, right? Or as a adolescent. Well, I think it's an iconic. I mean, they even went cherries to boot, right? Yep. I don't remember that part. For the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say whipped cream sales went up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'd go Alley. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fourth four down. down. Four, four downs. Brought to you by our friends at Slice. Tell us about Slice. Yeah, four great locations for you. The original in Lakeview, one of Vestavia, Montevallo, Crestline Park, coming soon to Homewood. Get in and see the Bajaya Brothers, local pizza, local ingredients. For more information, SliceBirmingham.com. Uh, our friends at the University of Montevallo as well. It's a wonderful uh, Division II school. If you're looking for a place for your son or daughter to call home, think about Montevallo as well. Montevallo.edu. Montevallo.edu to schedule that in-person tour. When we come back, we'll talk to the guy who uh, runs this place, right? Athletic Director Greg Byrne. Big night in Oxford basketball-wise. You also have... Uh, Football spring practice going on. Women's basketball's on a roll. Everything else going on with the University of Alabama Athletics. Greg Burns sits down in that chair next, live from the University of Alabama. This is the next round. Take the next round anywhere you go with official next round gear. Buy yours today at nextround.store. If renting is putting a dent in your bank account, here's your sign from the universe that it's time to buy a new home. And who better to help you through the ins and outs of home buying than our friends at Mortgage Right? With Mortgage Right, you don't have to worry about becoming a short notice mortgage expert because they do all the heavy lifting for you. They're trusted mortgage professionals and they'll help you choose the right mortgage option and stand by your side every step of the way. Visit mortgageright.com slash TNR to buy before renting runs you dry. That's mortgageright.com slash TNR. NMLS two two three nine equal housing lender. You've got to look your best to play your best. And our friends at VanWagon can help your team find the perfect uniforms for that upcoming season. VanWagon is with you every step of the way, from developing your team logo design to choosing from their multitude of samples. You name the sport, they can make it happen. To get your uniform journey started, you can shoot them a message on any social media platform or check out their website, bandwagonsports.com. That's bandwagonsports.com. Next round, listeners, it's time to jump on the bandwagon. Start your day online with our website, nextroundlive.com, for the latest videos, podcasts, and college football stories. It's also a great way to stream the show or shop in the Next Round store. Stay connected by visiting nextroundlive.com. 
Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. Hang out with the next round on the go. Whether you're driving to work, running errands, sitting on the beach, or you just need a break from the real world, we can keep you company. Check out the next round, Mystery Fifth Hour, and our other shows on your favorite podcast app. We'll meet you there. Hey, for all of your IT and printing needs, reach out to our friends at Xerox Business Solutions. Look, I'm still one of those old school guys. I print my notes every single day for the show. If you watch the show here on the next round, you see all the notes in front of me. From day one, Xerox Business Solutions, they've been with us here at the next round. Local for over 45 years. For all of your IT and printing needs, visit XeroxBusinessSolutions.com or call 205-969-3000. That's 205-969-3000. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. I mean, where else are the scenic views as good as your view of the game? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Want more of the show? Download the app or visit nextroundlive.com for the latest podcast, The Mystery Fifth Hour, our Not For All Ages podcast, The Last Call, and the entire Double Down Media podcast family. All at nextroundlive.com and on the Next Round app. With you in Tuscaloosa, we're in the Malmore building, and the guy who uh, is, you know, I've been here a long time, a lot of athletic directors, Malmore has a great legacy here, Greg Byrne is the athletic director, he joins us on set here in Malmore's building, he's got the name on the building here, and uh, I know Coach Moore uh, meant a lot to this place, but to to the job that you feel, uh, do you have a memory of Malmore? Yeah, one of my favorite Coach Moore stories. I was 36 years old when I became the AD at Mississippi State, which, uh, you know, I, I certainly wasn't ready for it at that point. And I go to my first SEC meetings. I think we were in Phoenix. And I'm, I'm, I don't get nervous about much. I was a little nervous walking into this room full of ADs. Everybody was 20 years older than me. And, uh, I talked to Greg Sankey, who was Mike Sly's right hand guy at the time. And, and I said, uh, I said, Greg, tell me something about Coach Moore where I could kind of break the ice with him. And uh, he said, you know, Coach Moore does a wonderful job in the room. Sometimes his phone will ring in the middle of the room, though. So I, I said, I got it. So I, I go up to Coach Moore, and I said, hey, Coach Moore, it's Greg Byrne. I'm new AD at Mississippi State. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know who you are, Greg. And I said, I'll make a deal with you. And he said, what's that? I said, as long as I can ask you anything I want to about being an athletic director so I can learn from you, uh, I'll make sure your phone never rings during the SEC AD meetings because I've heard it rings occasionally. And he laughed. And he said, "He said, partner, you got yourself a deal." <laughs> so uh, Mal and I, I, I love the man. And uh, when when uh, Regina and I had this opportunity seven years ago now, hard to believe. Wow. wow. Yeah, that uh, we stood right here and got introduced, and you know, it's 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 been a dream and at a place as special as what the university of Alabama is, um, you know, every single day, I can tell you, try to think how, how, how can we make, make sure we represent this university and in the manner it deserves to be represented and, and following coach battle and coach Moore and, you know, bear Bryant was the AD at one time coach Bryant was. So, um, that's a, it, it's an honor. Don, Dunaway started the show by Jackson dart. Ole Miss quarterback's got a new NIL deal. With, uh, is it Nichols Jet? Nichols Air. Nichols Air, yeah. yeah. I've never heard of Nichols Air. We hadn't heard of it, but uh, he's got a nice little NIL deal there. And there's a theory out there that there are some established coaches that are getting out of college football and they want to go to the NFL. They want to become coordinators. They don't want to deal with NIL. From an athletic director standpoint, how difficult is NIL right now? NIL is is challenging, to say the least. Um, listen, there's been some really good stories. You know, Bryce Young is one that's brought up about what's taking place Montana Fouts where they have their their market power has earned them great opportunities partly because they're at the University of Alabama right and those those are great and we want to continue to make sure those those opportunities are out there the, the challenge right now is when states are doing their own thing right when when things are completely unregulated and, and from one state to the other and it just creates a it, it, and people sometimes push back on it but it's the god's honest truth it is unsustainable. 
and we are we are passionate about having broad-based programming here at the University of Alabama, having the Olympic sports supporting the Olympic movement. That's not just the University of Alabama. Um, and it's something that we need to create a model soon. And I know people are working on it, and, and I, I've been part of some of those conversations, and Dr. Bell has been a great leader, our president, through that. Uh, Greg Sankey has as well. And we need to make sure we do everything we can to put a model together that allows intercollegiate athletics at, 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 at our level to be sustainable for the long haul because you know everything has regulation in some manner and and we need we need regulation that it's good you don't need over regulation but we need regulation in this and and allow the opportunities from an educational standpoint which is really important to have that be part of the college experience that's right, right? <laughs> and then from a from an athletic standpoint from a social standpoint we do a really good job at the University of Alabama in those areas and we want to make sure that we continue to do that, but we can't do that without support uh, and some some regulations that give us give us a level playing field, so everybody knows what that one one state's working the same as the other. Greg Byrne is with us, the Alabama athletics director. In the event players became actual athletic department employees, does that complicate it more? Does that clean some up? Um, it, it, there's certainly complications, and not just athletics; it's yeah. campus wide. And and I do I do think the idea of you know. College athletics, there's a lot of pressure. That you want to win, you want to be at the highest level, and there's nothing wrong with competition. That's a good thing. It's 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 good for a young person to learn how to deal with competition. That helps right. develop who you are. Um, but at the same time, too, we we are pretty. There's a lot of grace in our in our world, right? Because I know when we were 18 years old, we all made good decisions every day, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And we allow young people to come in and develop who they are now. And, and and in that environment, they're going to allow to be able to develop and grow. I mean, Coach Saban and I have talked all the time about the importance of development at this time and sustainability and, and making sure that uh, they're in an environment that allows them to grow, learn from mistakes, and develop to the best of their abilities. The college years are critical for that. And uh, and so I don't think it's just as simple as saying, oh, that make them employees. I don't think that at all. I, I, but what I do think is is to create a model for college athletics that we all know what the rules are, that we all can follow those rules, and 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 having some guardrails and what's taking place from an NIL standpoint is going to be very important for that. And, and I would imagine there are, uh, across the country, um, hundreds of boosters and friends of programs and donors to universities that also would love to see some guidelines because they are giving generously uh, – for buildings on campus, from libraries to softball complexes, and now you're asking them also to help with this and that. At some point, they would love some guidelines. I would imagine. Yeah, they they would. I, I you know I think that uh, when you talk about it, and when they see legitimate nil opportunities for the young people out there, I think they celebrate that. I think they think this is a good thing. I also know when it's just when when there are um, efforts to just say, hey, straight play for play. You know that's not something I think that a um, a lot of the boosters are necessarily um, embracing at, at the levels of what you sometimes hear out there publicly. Right. Um, you know, I, I tell the story, and I, I there was there was an agent out there a few months ago that did a story that said I'm, I've got so many million dollar offers for my clients, and uh, and people took that. I, I I heard a person or two say, "Well, wow, that's unbelievable. I didn't realize that." It's like. Have you ever heard of marketing? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever? Do you think that's a hundred percent accurate? That's right. And because, listen, um, to, and I've said this before, and and it gets a little bit of coverage, but not a lot. At Alabama, what we spend on a young man or a young woman who's on a full ride scholarship, not counting a dollar in salaries, okay, but we spend on academically, athletically, and socially, is up over a hundred ninety thousand dollars a year. Per athlete, okay. Per yeah, athlete. per athlete, wow. yeah. Per year, per year, per athlete, per year. Yeah, yeah. And, and the example I use, I count charter flights in there because there's an academic and athletic and a social benefit for that compared to riding a bus for eight hours, right? Which you have to do at some different levels of college sports. And so your our investment in our young people to develop them to their to their highest levels of their abilities, we're, we're, we're we take a lot of pride in that. And sometimes you'll hear, well, you shouldn't invest in facilities and all these different things. One to have facilities, as we've heard about with an arena, is not you know is really expensive to do, and um, and so 
we lose track of at the same time all the time and energies that the people in this athletic department, uh, our coaches, our staff, and our resources that we put into giving a great experience. I think Coach DeBoer's already seen that just across the board and how we do things here. And I know he's going to be on later. I'd ask him about that. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there's a better place in the country for a young man or a young woman to come develop to the best of their abilities, and we're proud of that. Okay, let's go back. I think it was six weeks yesterday. It might be seven weeks. Everything's flying by. Um, Nick Saban retires. Did you have a gut feeling when he's like, hey, Greg, we need to talk? <laughs> when, when, when did it, like, Finally, you were able to process, oh, my God, this guy is actually shutting it down. Yeah, it, you, obviously, w- one of the things, that many things that make Coach Saban as special as he was, he, comp- he compartmentalizes everything, right? Um, and the structure and the discipline of what he what he does as a coach and as a person is, is as good as I've ever seen. So um, I will tell you, without trying to go into all the details, I couldn't have asked for better communication from him. And and he was, uh, he was really uh, thoughtful. Um, we, we, uh, but he didn't, he wasn't ready to talk about it till he was ready to talk about it, which we didn't ever want him to talk about it, but we knew at some point that would come. And so, uh, you know, and I, I being, being totally transparent about it till I heard the words come out of his mouth in front of the team, there was a part of me that wondered, man, is this really going to happen? Uh, but from his communication between the two of us, I couldn't have asked for better communication. Um, I keep waiting for him to walk through the door though. Right Nick Saban, yeah. right there. So it, Seventeen years, you get used to certain things happening. Yeah. I don't know why he's tearing up right now. I don't <laughs> know if he notices. He would say, "Why are you guys on my stage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, is, what are you doing here? Yeah. What, what, what you, got, you got us the Sony bottle, so you're doing that, that's right. Why are you in my building? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's right. Hey, I'm one of those guys. I can't live in the moment though, and that's that's one of my many faults. But like, if if I got told that, I would immediately, and I know you got to respect the greatest to ever do it, but I would immediately be thinking. Well, where's my next move? How quick did Kalen pop in your head? Well, and I, I, I told Coach this. Um, we wanted to do nothing that ever made him think for a single second that we were doing doing anything but totally supporting him as our head coach. That was that was the foundation. That's what we were doing. And but at the same time, too, and I said to him, I said, you know, uh, it would be irresponsible on my part if we weren't prepared for when this time came. And he said, absolutely, uh, he agreed with that. So. Um, when we started talking more seriously about it, I talked to him about where I think we had to be from a process standpoint, which he appreciates the process, right? Right. Um, and in today's world, with the transfer portal, with NIL, with uh, just the the realities of what we're facing, and so he, uh, you know, I, I I told him, I said, listen, I we've been researching coaches for a few years. And and uh, hoping we'd never have to act on it, but at some point we would. So, uh, Kalen DeBoer's name was one that was on there right off the bat when we talked about it. And uh, and you know, and I, and I did talk to him through the process. He was very helpful. Uh, he was very thoughtful, like he always is about anything, because he genuinely and he him as Terry both genuinely care about the University of Alabama, and they want to see us continue to have success based off of the foundation that was built over the last 17 years on top of the foundation in the past as well. And so, um, you know, so when we talked about coach DeBoer and, and, uh, he was very positive about him and didn't, you know, didn't know him well at all, but was certainly, uh, impressed with the job that he had done wherever he'd been. Uh, next vacation for you. Where are you going? You got one planned yet? Uh, Clearly with a ch- coaching change and everything going on, you got to have uh, some downtime coming up. July. That July. Is yeah. And Regina and I actually did go away for uh, two days uh, uh, the weekend of the Texas a oh, We after. call those weekends. But uh, it's yeah, a long weekend. Yeah. yeah. Not, it, spring's the busiest time of year for it. Oh, I know. Because yeah. so, baseball, a lot of events. Softball, a lot of events. Tennis, a lot of events. Basketballs are still going. Um, and I just talked to Rob Vaughn, our baseball coach, this morning. And, you know, we, we won yesterday in Birmingham, but it was a close game. And, and uh, uh, you know, I said, hey, you're not going to see me a whole lot because of basketball over the next month. But uh, but once we get through uh, March and the first first couple of weeks of April, I'll be here out of the ballpark. Do you, do you, are you obliged to send a text or make a call to every coach that has a win? Well, you want to make sure you do it when they lose, too. <laughs> okay. You do. Right, yeah. so, so every day you're in contact with it, 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 at least one quick text. Hey, I, great job. I don't. I, I probably don't bat a 1,000 on getting to every coach every game, but I, I make sure they know we're watching, that we're supporting, that we care about what they do. Um, and then when July comes, uh, Regina and I have discovered uh, going up to the mountains of North Carolina and just – 
absolutely love it up there. So yeah. we, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll get there this July, but I literally a couple summers ago, I went to Europe during the summer. I came back cause I did it at the very end of July. I came back exhausted. And so then I had to start the year exhausted. So it, <laughs> I, it's really important that we, that we do. Well, you know what you there. need, you need a, a quarterback that's got a jet deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nichols there did a deal. Nichols there, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Greg's okay. Greg's gears are turning. I can yeah. tell. And your yeah. wife's gonna go full circle with you. So yeah. if you walk into that cabin, she's gonna go, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a deal with you. I'm gonna make it so your cell phone doesn't ring during this whole trip. Uh, I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's absolutely. a good thing. And in we, fact in fact I do put it back in in another part of the house so I don't hear it and just take yourself off of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, uh can can we note the fact that we went an entire interview with you asking about a new arena? I'm the only one that brought it up, right? I know. I think that's the first for us. Yeah. So no new arena questions. We're, we're still we're, do you want to announce something? No, but but I will tell you our our found fundraising staff continues to do a really good job. I, I know Sometimes people think that $100 million is, you know, that's pocket change. Well, that's what Lance says. Yeah. Well, we want to know what naming rights would cost us. Well, I tell you, we, let's talk about it. You, uh, we, we, we could get it done for $60 million. Yeah, $60 million. I mean, it's already a circle. It's yeah. perfect. That's yeah, right. Right, right at midcourt. We'll, and, we'll, and we'll put it up on the roof. Every, every, can, we, can we put it on a credit card? <laughs> Sure, checks in the mail. <laughs> you, see, you see who handles the credit card. Okay. Alabama Athletic Director Greg Byrne will continue our conversations with uh, all the folks, including uh, uh, new offensive coordinator Nick Sheridan, who's up next with us as we're live on campus in Tuscaloosa right here on the next round. Never miss anything Auburn. Watch Village Vice at Wardam Pods on YouTube and listen wherever you get your podcasts.